Wow. We're back. We're, we're here. We're really doing it. It seems like no time has passed at all because we're sitting in the same spots we were during our last podcast when we signed off. Gosh. How long has it been? It's been about three months, I think. No way. Gosh. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Emissions from Montecito. God, it feels so good to say that and be back. You already know who's here. It's Ava and Felicia, as always. Yep, yep. And we thought we would start by kind of filling you all in on what, what's what been going on the past couple of months with us? So why don't you start? Well, right. Well, um, when we signed off, I was getting ready to move back down to L.A. and start my life once again at UCLA for my senior year. So Felicia and I, we moved, we packed up all of the cars and moved myself down. And that was quite the experience. We figured out quickly where the AC was located in the apartment. And I remember fitting your stuff in a very, very small claustrophobic elevator. Yes. And hoping it would open when we got up to the floor you were on. Yes. Shout out. Which it did. but Shout out Charles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) One of my roommate's dads. Um, We all really worked together and got the place looking pretty good. So Mm -hmm. that was super exciting. So I've kind of just been adjusting back, going to school with sorority life and going to an in-person football game and going to all those events. And that was just so fun. And I'm bummed because now the first two weeks of school are back online again, and I guess we'll see kind of what happens. I hope they've done this to give people time to get their boosters or vaccines and get tested and kind of give everyone this two-week quarantining period. So I hope if everything goes accordingly that we'll be back in person again and can kind of continue what we've been doing and yeah, but I've never felt unsafe. I've always felt, we've always been, if there was a spike in cases, everyone got tested and most people I know have the vaccine and are being safe. So hopefully well, we you, can You didn't catch anything fingers. either. You no, didn't get sick. No, yeah. I never got no, sick. Nobody's so sick here either. I've been healthy. Um, I also had this really, really awesome internship. I was uh, marketing intern for this sustainable fashion company called Veta Capsule, and that was really fun doing some little modeling work and uh, kind of learning the ins and out of that. And I'll be going back starting in January, a new job as a marketing associate for this firm called Branding Los Angeles, and I'm really excited to kind of see where that goes. I applied to grad school as well so that's right a lot of things in the work right now so we'll when will we hear about that february marchish okay so a lot up are, in the air who are the contenders we got usc uc berkeley and ut austin and remind everybody what you're gonna study i applied for broadcast journalism um you know with this whole podcast endeavor i obviously love talking and talking about myself and other people but Being a political science major, I think it's important that people know facts unbiasedly. And if I could get in there and share uh, on just what the data is saying and what's really going on, I think that's crucial to... Well, you just led right into my, my leading question what's the end goal here? I think the end goal is wherever I am, I just want to be 
the end goal, if I were to go the broadcast journalism route, I definitely want to have my own show where I'm talking, whether it's a talk show or more of a political news-based show where it's just the facts or just having kind of a fun talk show segment, or if I end up going this marketing advertising route just to really be in a firm, have my own firm maybe, where I'm just working with awesome clients and can really grow and learn and just somewhere where I'm really happy and can really excel. But on the news, if you, if you, you know, back to the broadcast journalism, you wanted to get on a news station and tell the truth. Yeah. And enough of this, everything being so biased and yeah. having, you know, different channels for different biases, but just almost like I, I go back to the BBC and I think maybe they're biased now as well. But when I used to watch the BBC um, pretty regularly, it was the facts, just the mm-hmm. facts, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And um, we need to get back to that, I think. Oh, I agree. I know <clears throat> I took this one interesting class, Tangent, but they were talking about uh, it was a public opinion news class. And just within the last 30 years, um, 20, 20 years more so, the television and news has just become more centered around a business model. And the only way to get business models are not promoting or the only way to get more views is not necessarily promoting the facts, but it's the loudest most polarizing opinions. And I feel like within these last couple years, we've seen so much more of that. And we really need to hone it back to really just the facts and educate people with non-opinionated information. Yeah. But that's all, that's all I think. Anyways, with everything going on, I'm just so glad that we can come back and podcast together. And I'm just really happy to be here. But what's been going on with you, Felicia? We have been working on the house quite a bit since you were at school, and um, we did a full kitchen remodel and a powder room remodel. What's a powder room? Uh, that is a room you go and powder your nose. Love it. Ava. Love it. Um, typically, there's no bathtub or shower in it, and it's the fancy bathroom that you send your guests to when they're coming over for dinner or well, whatnot. These terms are so old. Yeah. So at any rate, it is a, um, I guess you could call it a half bath. Um, half bath. So yeah, there's a toilet and a sink. And, Love it. Um, and now it has a very, very fancy, fancy sink in there. Well, it um, looks like you're walking into the wardrobe of um, Narnia. Uh, yeah. Well, it has, Narnia. It it's has amazing a fancy, door. fancy door, fancy sink, fancy faucet, um, new toilet, new everything. But um, the house that we're in is um, typical Mediterranean 1930s um, Montecito, and um, although it was built in the late 80s mm. and has some 80s vibes to it that we're trying to work out and uh, as we work them out we're going back to the 30s and so as you'll see the kitchen now is blue love it very 30s looking um we've got um iron uh handles on everything very very 30s very spanish Hmm. and um our next project that we'll be doing after you leave us is the staircase that goes up to stairs to your bedroom Hmm. it's all going to be done in tiles that were handmade by Janine of Malibu Tile Works. Um, Janine was a docent for years at the Adamson House. Hmm. Do you remember going there? Oh, yeah. Off PCH? Talk a little bit more about that and how did you meet her at the house or did you just connect with her online? 
Janine? Connected with her online, but the house is something if you haven't been, you need to see. It's open for everyone. I think you you might need to make a reservation, but they have a tour Hmm. and it was built in the 20s. And the lady that owned it, um, I think her name was May, maybe May Rink. I don't have that right in front of me, but Mm. she owned what is now Malibu. She owned, I think, 27,000 acres. It was an old land grant property Mm -hmm. and PCH wasn't through there yet. The railroad wasn't through there yet. So she was the only house there and and had a ranch. Mm. And they had a tile company that was started in 1926 called um, uh, Malibu Potteries. Mm. And at its height had 125 employees and produced up to about 30,000 square feet of tile per month. Wow. If you can imagine that. Wow. And um, the the house is its best example of all the different tile that they made. But the one thing I remember is this 60-foot-long simulated Persian carpet mm. with fringe on the ends. And it's, it's made up of 674 distinct tiles. Um, and it is looks like you're about to step on a carpet. It's so beautiful, but it's all tile. Are we going to get one of those? No, 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 no. But anyway, back to Janine. So Janine was a docent there for years, and she's an artist, and she started her own tile company and Mm. makes the same kind of tile that you find in the Adamson house. Mm. And so we liked it so much, we contacted her, um, found her online, and gave her the colors of our house, so the different paints we've used on the walls and cabinets and whatnot, and she came back, we went back and forth with different designs until we came up with four distinct designs that will repeat up the staircase. Um, so hmm. when you come home for spring break, that'll all be done and uh, no more carpet on the stairs. It'll be fancy. Wow. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. Would you Would you say that the, I know you were talking that the stainless steel handles and the blue, iron. or sorry, the iron, um, that was all part of this 30s uh, revival. Would you say that the tiles are part of that as well? or Yeah, Spanish. Okay. Spanish revival architecture in the in the 20s and 30s, in particular in Montecito and, and Santa Barbara and a lot of Southern California, actually. Interesting. So we're taking this house back to that. Nice. Gosh. Yeah, 100 years later. Any other plans aside from the staircase? Any future goals with the house? Um, yeah, I'm just going to go room by room and keep getting the, washing the eighties out, Mm. you know, all the different bathrooms and, and floors and windows and whatnot. But, um, Mm. a couple of years from now, I think it'll, it'll look like you've gone back in time. Gosh, I'm excited. In a good way. In a good way. God, this is going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing I wanted to talk about today, not to change it all up, but to specifically change it all up. With the holidays kind of coming and being in it full swing, I wanted Felicia and I to share some of our favorite local businesses that we like to shop at, we support, and kind of places that you guys could go either for very late Christmas holiday gifts or future birthday gifts or whatever the occasion may be. Well, you're going to focus on local, and then I'm going to give everybody an easy way out. No matter where you are in the world listening, I'm going to give you a bunch of things you can buy online that I bought specifically this Christmas. So why well, don't you start right. off with the all locals, right. and I'm going, to, I'm going to give you some online tips. 
So, of course, I have to mention Whiskey and Leather. Um, if any of you remember, I had the owner, Ariel, on the show uh, a couple months ago, and she kind of talked about how she started her business and where her goals and plans are, and just an incredibly motivated, awesome woman. Uh, she just had a child, and she is so beautiful, and I'm just so happy for her. And at her store, there's a Montecito location and a Del Mar location, and you can find some of the best, most in-style jackets, sweaters, and my favorite thing they sell are these great candles. And Felicia can talk a little bit about this. They're from the brand called Himalayan Candles, and they're made out of these incredible... It looks like they cut down part of a tree and then put in the candle wax into it. They are just the coolest, most kind of, uh, it's a very interesting gift. Um, and they come in all ranges of sizes and shapes and they're so beautiful any part of your house or apartment to go in. I know we got Mima one of those candles a couple years ago mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they were just the best. Um, but I also like whiskey and leather because they have really fun bar items and fun books and little stocking stuffers and there's always something really unique you can find in there. Um, I, well, I thought of some local places that, that I've shopped in the past this, this year, I think Christmas snuck up on me, but um, you, uh, you know, we always stop in Tecalote books and talk yes. to bookstore Mary and, yes. and they have the best, best books there. And, and she'll always have something special that you didn't think of. Um, there's a little store across from there in the upper village called Imagine that always has all kinds of really cool gifts for mm. Christmas. Um, in the upper village? Upper village. Mm -hmm. What's That's where your fly swatter clock came from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> I need to put batteries into that one. Yeah. And then um, upstairs at Pierre Lafond is great for gifts. It's a little pricey, but they've got some really beautiful um, crystal and unique gifts and some clothing even. some You can buy someone some pajamas. and Yeah. Yeah. They have all that. They have that like purse jewelry section, I believe, mm -hmm. with... Um, yeah. I believe it might be a, like a local artist that makes all that leather and really a beautiful. Really small section of men's clothing, but I have to say any shirt I've ever received from there, your mom shops there um, sometimes, um, has become my favorite shirt. So oh, nice. really great stuff. Oh, good to know. <clears throat> I was going to mention too, um, I know Felicia really enjoys Field and Fort. Um, not only do they have one of the best spots in Summerlin to get lunch or coffee or a little pastry. Um, they have these really, really great cowboy cookies mm -hmm. um, that are mm -hmm. just awesome. It's like a oatmeal cranberry mm -hmm. are in them. Mm -hmm. um, wonderful. So good. But aside from the dining, they have this really great store that's all these kitchen utensils, this whole spice wall, uh, and some fun kind of home good items too. It's just a cool store. I think there's one in LA, although I've never seen it, but I've heard they were in LA first and then they came up and opened up right when the pandemic hit. Mm. And so then they had clothes, but um, now they're the hip hop happening spot out there especially for lunch mm. um but it, it is that's fun yeah um but my online tips are of course nordstrom yeah, nordstrom online now that nordstrom is closed here mm. forever um well yeah yeah um loxiton <laughs> oh that's where i get the soap yeah god we'll tell share a little bit about that loxiton soap why do you get so felicia's not going to go into it but felicia and uh 
my mom do this weird exchange every Christmas where they just get each other piles and piles of L'Occitane soap. How did that start? I don't know. And why? We're, we're generally very clean people. <laughs> well, I would we, hope so with all this soap. We like the expensive soap um, because why? it's got shea butter in it mm. and it just feels good and it smells good. Mm. Um, we generally go for verbena and lavender are our two favorite flavors. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, so we just we stock up at Christmas, and then we have soap in the soap drawer for the whole year. Mm. Generally, it lasts. But when your mima was here, she said that you just don't want to drop one on your toe, as she did once, and I think almost broke her toe. So she actually will put her soap if she gets one. It's their big bars; they're they're really big bars. She will put it in the microwave for a little bit and then cut it in half. I thought that was very strange when she said it, but yeah. I also thought it was really smart. Very smart. Especially if you're living alone. Mm-hmm. God, could you imagine taken out by a soap? But you can order all that online and have it sent straight to your house. You can go on Amazon and I think order L'Occitane soap now. But mm. And then the other last online tip is um, if you haven't tried a Tony's Chocolate Only bar, oh. you haven't lived. Um, you really haven't lived. And you can order those online now too. So... Um, Anyway, that's that's the end of my online tips. Okay, um, so I recently started following Tony's, and we thought it was Chocoloni the whole time, but it's Chocolonely. So he he wanted to make um, five thousand fair trade chocolate bars himself when he was starting the guy hmm. that started it, and so Tony's Chocolonely was born, and because he felt like he was the only guy in the chocolate industry that cared about eradicating slavery from the industry, he named his chocolate Chocolonely. He wow. was by himself. Yeah. Well, I think that's the best reason to get it. Like oh, my God. favorite flavor. Did you mention the pretzel? Oh God, no! It's milk chocolate pretzel bar. Oh, it's so good. That's the best one. It's so Just good. Just go straight to that. And they're big. I mean, you can share it with somebody if you really want, but yeah. they're you don't have to, but they're no. big chocolate bars. Yeah, no, no. They're so good. And I actually made the other day, I chopped up a chocolate bar. And I put it in just like a regular brownie recipe. So you'd get those chocolate chunks in it when you bit into it. And I used the pretzel bar. And it was so good. It added that little extra bit of like salt crunch. And it was just fantastic. Another fun fact. It's from, it's a Dutch brand from Amsterdam. Love that. Yeah, I didn't know that. that. I thought it was like U.S., but... We like the imported chocolate, right? No, I know. It's all okay. good. It's, yeah, all, it's, it's all still good. a small brand, small business. We love them. We love to support them. And God. they actually do have other sizes. I just tend to buy the big ones. Oh, yeah, no. They have like a little sampler pack, too, I saw at the store. Oh, really? Yeah, you could get five mm-hmm. bars for little ones. But... Why would you want to sample? The, the, we told everybody it's the pretzel. It's the milk chocolate pretzel one you want. Well, that one, all of them are good, actually. Yeah. I like the like pecan coconut one, too. That's true. I forgot yeah. about that. They all have okay. good chocolate. All right, all right. You're right. Well, God. Well, if you haven't already, <laughs> go get your Tony's. Go to these local places. We're just so happy to be back and sharing kind of what's going on in our lives and everything going on in Montecito. We're excited to give you some more content every now and then. And um, yeah, God. And go- check check out the Adamson house. I mean, it's it, if they charge anything, it's cheap. Um, and it, it's it's really, really, um, really a cool thing to do, especially if you're trying to figure out something to do and you've got some time off and you're driving 
uh, from Santa Barbara, Montecito down to LA for something, leave early and stop by the Adamson house. That's why we saw it. Literally, yeah. we, we had like a couple hours we knew we had to kill. Yeah. And we were on our way to something and we, it was great. We're really, really, really educational and really beautiful as well. Yeah, God, check out, really check out all of our wrecks. I just, I think we did a great job not to give ourselves a pat on the back. Well, dang. There you go. Until... The next time, God, we're just excited to be back and be here and talk to our people. Absolutely. Until next week, we'll talk to you then. Take care. Bye.